It's Mock Draft Monday. We're going to go through a speed round today, get as many picks in as we can, give you the layout here. As we're recording this before the Super Bowl, we won't have the last two picks, but every team gets a player except for those two. Welcome to Locked On NFL Draft. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Locked On NFL Draft. I'm your host, former NFL and NFL defensive back, Eric Crocker. And of course, I'm always joined by my co-host, Ryan Tracy, at Ryan Tracy NFL. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. As always, today is Mock Draft Monday, and like Ryan said, we're trying to get to every team. We're trying to get into every team, so we're going to jump straight into it. And I'll start at number one, and uh, at the number one pick, let's see, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars, and we're going to continue kind of with the theme that we said earlier, taking the office alignment here. I'm going to go with Evan Neal, the big office alignment from uh, Alabama. Uh, I think that's going to be a good fit. And we're going to move on rather quickly because I think you want to help Jared Goff if you're in Detroit. And it's super easy to do what we've been doing the last couple of weeks and and really just hone in on the edge rushers. But I think they really need to give him some help. So I'm going to go out on a limb, take my number one wide receiver, and give Garrett Wilson to the Detroit Lions. Okay. Okay. And, I mean, yeah, a lot of people are going to say that that's far-fetched, but they have no receivers outside of St. Brown. Right. And so, you know, that's little help. <laughs> yeah. Now, are they trying to help get Jared Goff out? No, I think they're try- kind of trying to get him killed. Uh, but man, you know, another team that could definitely use a receiver, probably Houston Texans, they're picking that three, but we're not going to go that route. Let's go with a premium position and Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon. He is now a Houston Texan. So uh, big shoes to fill. The last great pass rusher they had there, JJ Watt. I'm not saying that Thibodeau is going to be that, but he's definitely going to be there. And hope, hoping that, you know, just kind of cause some nightmares for the next years to come. Absolutely. And that gives the Jets uh, a, a happy run up to the podium because Aiden Hutchins is sitting there. They're, they're going to banish him to uh, New York. And welcome to the Jets organization, Aiden Hutchinson. All right. And that's another guy. I mean, if I know anything about some of the guys that are there, 49ers, Robert Sala, what he's going to want being there mm-hmm. as the not just the head coach, but the guy that kind of oversees that defense. I know he's not the defensive coordinator. Right now, but yeah, he's gonna want that pure edge rusher. So at pick five, Ikim Ekunu, all right, he's going to the New York Giants. All right, they need to solidify that offensive line. They talked about helping Danny Dimes. I think taking the offensive tackle out of North Carolina State, that's the thing that's gonna really help him the best. Now, maybe they want to Evan Neal here. He's already off the board. He went number one overall. I think Eknu Ek out of North Carolina State. At the offensive tackle position, I think that's an upgrade and will truly help Danny Dimes hopefully become what the Giants hope he could be. I think there's a lot of hope here. And the same thing's true in Carolina. And just because this is kind of outlandish one, this is about risers this week and, and what we're feeling, I'm tempted to go offensive tackle, take the safe route like I normally would. But there's some kind of maverick aspect to the Carolina Panthers. And, and I'm thinking that they might be able to pull the trigger. Maybe they could talk themselves into it. 
And just because you said it the other day, Malik Willis is now going to be the quarterback in Carolina. Welcome to the Panthers. All right. And he kind of pissed the mold of some of the quarterbacks they had there, not just Cam Newton, but like guys like PJ Walker, Teddy Bridgewater, you know? So uh, not just saying all black quarterbacks are the same, <laughs> but, you know, uh, he kind of fits that mold. And that dynamic, I think they kind of like that over there in uh, North Carolina, in Carolina. All right. Now we're going to move on to the number seven overall pick. You got the New York Giants. And where I went off the line here, I think this is a team that's pretty set on the offense with their weapons. We're going to go defense here. And uh, this might be a shock, but we're going to go nope. Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher out of Florida State, who just, he killed it at the senior bowl. And I think that hype is just going to continue and uh, definitely continue heading into this mock because I have him going number seven overall to the New York Giants. Jermaine That's impressive. And that is that is a little bit of a shock, but this one's going to be a shock too. I do think that this team can go a number of ways, and I'm not convinced that Matt Ryan's future is long in Atlanta. But I think this is too high for the rest of the edge group. So I think that they steer off of that, and I think they try to get somebody inside that can help their defense from the interior. And after watching last week, especially as we were down in Mobile, one guy stood out above everyone else for me. Devontae Wyatt from Georgia is going to be the defensive mm. tackle taken by the Atlanta Falcons. All right. I like it. I like it. And uh, that is a, an area where the Falcons could potentially go receiver. They are not. Mm. But now you got the Denver Broncos on the board. And maybe this is a place because as we've kind of discussed this week, Malik Willis, that's been my kind of QB one right now uh, from what I've seen. Obviously, he's off the board. So I think they take – maybe the next best guy in their opinion. And I think that's Kenny Pickett, a guy who won't be any stranger to throwing in that cold weather. We talked about it looking a little funny coming out of his hand, but uh, maybe they can potentially fix that with his double jointed fingers over there in Denver with the Denver Broncos. So uh, we got a nice little quarterback here, Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh. Welcome to the Denver Broncos. And our last pick for the first third of this mock draft is back to the New York Jets. We gave them Aiden Hutchinson last time with their pick number four. And as we sit here at 10, it comes down to, to two aspects, two prospects that they, we could plug in and feel pretty good about. A lot of people talking about Trevor Penning this last week from the Senior Bowl. I think Charles Cross is still the better player. I think he faced better competition. And I think he's more easily going to be able to adjust to the NFL speed and playing the AFC East. I like that. Charles Cross goes to New York with our final pick of segment one. Awesome, man. That is a, a team that is going to have to figure out that offensive line and protect their young stud quarterback, Zach Wilson. Who's on the clock now? It's going to be the Washington, almost called the Washington football team, the Washington Commanders. Hey. All right. But uh, we'll get back to that pick when we come back from this break. You know, usually around this time of the year, I've already given up on my New Year's resolution, but not this year. All right. Typically, I'm going into the pantry late at night. I'm eating the kids' snacks. It's supposed to be for their lunches in the morning. But now I'm using the built Bars. I'm eating those. I'm eating the Puffs. And the Puffs are extremely good. If you haven't tried the Puffs already, you are missing out. I think it's one of the built Bars' best-tasting bars that they have. The Puffs are the first ever protein infusion marshmallow. All right, they are fluffy, they are marshmallow, and they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered with 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like yummy cinnamon churro, uh, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie is really good, I'm telling you, and 
They're coming out with a bunch of new flavors all the time. You know, all Bit Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. And yes, that does include the puffs as well. 100% real chocolate. They are low in calorie, high in protein. And you can replace your candy bars with one of these. They are better. And a typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. You know, go to built.com, scroll down, and you'll see the macros chart. All right, when you look at that, you'll be blown away with how high in protein, low in calorie, but high in fiber these built bars are, and also very low in carbs. All right, most built bars, they contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. All right, compare that to a candy bar, which usually has like, you know, 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of carbs. It's nothing like this. And all the flavors that they have, mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. They, they have a new one this month, white chocolate, cookies and cream. Extremely good. They are all so delicious. And new flavors are coming out all the time. You know, if you think of a flavor that you think, you know, this might be good. <laughs> they might make it. All right. And if they do, it'll definitely be delicious. And just for you. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, Ryan, the Washington Commanders, they are now on the clock. And uh, this is a team that they just don't have the answer at quarterback. So, Matt Corral, you are now the new quarterback. Matt Corral out of Ole Miss, you are now the new quarterback for the Washington commanders the first guy under center as they take on this new name and new look <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely true and i think this is one that actually stands a fair chance now th- this whole operation today is more about going out a limb looking at scenarios not just picking the chalk that we all think is probably likely so i want to go out a little bit on the limb and we've done that several times to this point but for the vikings it's very straightforward even without Zim, safety is your highest need. The best safety is still on the board. It is a marriage made in heaven. He's already played in the snow. He understands what it is to be in the north. Uh, even the dome will help him out. So, Kyle Hamilton, come on up to Minnesota. You are now Viking. All right. I like him. You know, that range, 6'4", 220. Can't wait to see him run. I think he's going to test extremely well. Big-time player for Minnesota. And they like those long defensive backs. So, we'll see mm-hmm. if they kind of continue that trend. All right, here we go. So at pick 13, we got the Cleveland Browns on the clock, and we're going to help Miles Garrett in this situation. We're going to get him some interior pass rushing ability, a big red and stuff for just a big, massive body to be able to play up there in Cleveland. We're going with Jordan Davis out of Georgia. Got to really kind of help solidify the interior there for the Cleveland Browns, and not just for Cleveland. I mean, I, I get it, terrific football player, but when you're playing against a team like the Baltimore Ravens twice, who want to run the ball a ton. When you're playing against a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers, they've shown the commit to their new running back, Najee Harris, and want to run the ball a ton. You're going to need somebody in there that can really stand some guys up and move somebody around. I think Jordan Davis is that guy. Yeah, it's a perfect fit, not just for the roster, but for the division as well. And in that same division, the Baltimore Ravens come up, and I think they sorely have missed the departure of Matthew Judon. I think they need to replace him. Now, there's another guy that, has some similarities in terms of the way that he moves. Michigan edge, David Ajabo, is all upside. But I think that they're going to take it. They're going to try to turn him loose and try to get their defense back to where they have an edge and can give Lamar a little bit more breathing room. David Ajabo, Michigan edge over to the Baltimore Ravens. I like it. And that leaves a good offensive lineman on the board for Philadelphia, who they can improve in the interior there. So they're going to go with Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M. Again, I touched on it. A guy that 
in three different films that I watched, he played three different positions. He was at left tackle. He was at right tackle. He was at guard. I've heard him, them talk about him being, being able to play uh, snaps at center. So you get a versatile interior guy. I think that's where everybody assumes that he's going to fit best. So, uh, yeah, Kenyon Green, welcome to the Philadelphia Eagles, who are now on the clock again. <laughs> right, you. turn right back around. Now, we they might flip these in real life. It is the way that it is. But I, I think at this point, in this scenario, there's always some question about not having been on the field enough for Derek Stingley Jr., but I think the LSU cornerback is a fit here. I think they're very happy if he's sitting here at 16 or even 15, the, tick, the pick before. And I think in Philadelphia, he's got a, an option to get in there and get back in kind of the flow. It's been a long time since he was on the field. I think some teams will hold off. This could be something that actually happens. So Philadelphia Eagles select Derek Stingley, cornerback, LSU. Man, for a guy like me on here that loves to talk about receivers and cornerbacks, there sure haven't been enough of them flying off the board. So I think that kind of, you know, those guys, they're going to start coming off the board now. And at pick 17, you have the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to go ahead and give them a receiver. All right, a lot of people talked about it. You got Williams. We'll see what happens there. Obviously, you know, Keenan Allen, get a little bit older. All right, you want to be a little bit more dynamic. We're going to give them another route runner. All right, and we're going to go with Chris Olave, another guy. I talked about him on a previous pod, kind of, you know, comparable to Keenan Allen, the route running, the smoothness, being able to win over the top. So, uh, yeah, he's not my next best receiver. I know you have Wilson going number two to the Lions. This is the next mm -hmm. receiver. I don't have him as my wide receiver, too, but I think this is a good fit for him and a terrific pass catcher for a young quarterback, Justin Herbert. I like that. I, I think that's an interesting fit. I, I'm glad that you didn't give them somebody that the, the Chiefs have to cover all the way down the field, so thank you. Uh, <laughs> now, in New Orleans, the next pick, I think this is heavily influenced by the fact that Sean Payton decided to retire because I would have gone on a different direction here at first, but in trying to get someone that can help in an offense that I don't think is going to be as vertical as it has been over the last few years, I think a guy that can do more for you still out of the wide receiver position is somebody that you want to get in there. You're going to like this because you're going to be within traveling distance. We're going to have Traylon Burke, the wide receiver from Arkansas, to the New Orleans Saints and see what they come up with. And that's big time. Big time pass catcher for whoever's throwing the ball <laughs> to uh, <laughs> the New Orleans receivers. Uh yeah, I don't know. Ian Book said maybe it's his time. He's going to be gunning for that starting job. Ian Book out of Notre Dame, he'll be going to his second year. His debut wasn't so great, but he's not the only one. A lot of quarterbacks had some tough debuts this past season. At pick 19, we got Philadelphia Eagles back on the clock, and this is a team that's able to get uh, better at the defensive back position. You actually had them going corner in the first round. I'm thinking about, should they go corner again? Back to back. Now nah, we're gonna now nah, we're gonna pass on that. We're gonna pass on that. And uh let's go interior offensive line there and go Tyler Lindenbaum out of Iowa. Welcome to the Philadelphia Eagles. Bam. That puts Pittsburgh on the clock. Normally, if we hadn't let the quarterbacks go so early, and they did go earlier than than maybe we expected, I, I would say that they have to look here. I just don't feel that Desmond Ritter is a fit. He's the next guy on the board that would be the next selection for me. I don't think that they're going to necessarily be interested in his style. And the accuracy issue, I think, is a concern for them. So what do they want to do? They want to protect. They want to be able to run the ball. I think they like the nasty edge that Trevor Penning brings. The Northern Iowa tackle becomes a Pittsburgh Steeler here at the end of our second group of 10 picks. So we're going to get to the last 10 again. 
We're not going to have Super Bowl teams because we are pre-recording this. We're recording this before the Super Bowl game is played. We'll probably be out partying just like y'all. So we're going to get to the last 10 when we come back from this break. All right, y'all. Football is over now. The Super Bowl just ended. The LA Rams are your Super Bowl champions of the 2021-22 season. But there's still basketball in its full steam ahead for pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, you know, player performance props to the next coach that's going to get fired or hired, you know, where they're going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Our BetOnline remains the best spot for all the sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And not just for basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. All right, head over right now to the website and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bell Line, where the games start. All right, at 21, we have the New England Patriots on the clock, and I think everything that they're doing should be to add some more explosiveness to that receiver group. You know, they, they went and spent some good amount of money in free agency with two receivers, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar. They went and got two tight ends, Jonathan Smith, Hunter Henry. And even then, I don't think it was enough. They need a little bit more dynamicness. A big body guy. Maybe, you know, you look at what happened when they kill Harry. We'll see what happens with him moving forward. But they need some more dynamicness. So they're going to go Jameson Williams, and they're going to bank on him being healthy. He's not going to make it to pick 30 <laughs> to the Kansas City Chiefs. But Jameson <laughs> Williams out of Alabama. Welcome to the New England Patriots. That is is key. I, I think that could be a scenario. And, and they might be a little uh, trigger shy there after their last first-round selection of a wide receiver. But in helping <laughs> Mac Jones, I think that connection is is something that you got to try and foster any way that you can, like you said, to increase the dynamicism that you have on the field. That makes a whole lot of sense. Now, Josh McDaniels wants to bring some of the New England flavor over to the Raiders as well. I don't know that there's a specific – person that fits that more than an interior lineman that you can plug in that can play a number of positions for you if you have to and that you could try to remold whether you're keeping car or not we'll see what happens with uh the josh mcdaniels era but i think after what we saw last week zion johnson has earned his spot into the 20s and i think he fits as an oakland raider welcome zion johnson boston college guard is what i'm going to call him all right i like it now you have the arizona cardinals on the clock at pick 23 and you look at J.J. Watt, is he coming back? What's going to happen with him? You know, Chandler Jones, not getting any younger, so we're going to go edge here. Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. Mm -hmm. That is a fit that fits a need. Now, another team that might, I think, move an edge or might be needing to supplement some youth to, to grow into some of those roles I don't think Dallas needs to go there right now. So they have to take a long, hard look at what they're trying to do on offense and how can they help themselves get better. And there's plenty of spots. I think the run game is going to be what it is. You could bolster the interior offensive line if you really felt you needed to. There's been some injuries that I think maybe you want to counteract. But it's about supporting what you have there. Maybe the best way to do that is on the defensive side of the ball. They've made a lot of investment in the linebacker uh, layer lately so we're not going to go there but I think a guy that brings some tenacity that gives you like a, a little bit of everything that they want to maybe pair with digs I think Andrew Booth might be a fit down there in Dallas and I'd like that pairing so we're going to give him to the Dallas Cowboys out of Clemson Andrew Booth the cornerback 
Yeah, cornerback that some people have at CB1. So mm-hmm. uh, both the corners went probably a little bit further down the line than most would expect. And uh, that won't be the end of the run for the cornerbacks because at pick 25, we have Roger McCrary, and he will be a Buffalo Bill. Roger McCrary out of Auburn. Uh, you know, they've been trying to figure out what to do at that outside corner spot. They locked, they locked up Johnson in the slot. Obviously, they have Tredavious White. He'll be coming off of an injury. But I think to solidify that other spot, get a guy that is versatile. He could do a lot. He could play inside, outside. He could play off. He could play press. He's comfortable running with receivers. I think Roger McCrary out of Auburn is that guy. I think that's going to be an interesting fit, especially with Trey. I, good combination there. We'll see how that defense responds. Defense is going to be a focus for the Tennessee Titans as well. And I think that this has just fallen in a way that's going to make the Titans organization happy, Mike Vrabel in particular, because I think there's a guy on there, that, that out of Georgia, Nicobe Dean, that actually fits what he wants, that, that carries that kind of intensity and that quick trigger. I think that's a match that's going to go over really well. So Nicobe Dean, the Georgia linebacker, goes to Nashville. Welcome to the Titans. And at 27, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the clock now. And uh, fresh off of losing Tom Brady, who's retired, but leaving the door open. I don't think they can wait and try to figure out what's going on there. I think they need to really kind of dig in and get the guy of the future. Is it Trask, who they drafted last season? Didn't hear anything out of that Mm -hmm. organization, anything about him. So maybe he's not showing much, all right? Do you want to reach for another quarterback in that situation? Maybe they go more of their free agent. Uh, this was an interesting one, and but we're going to go and just help the defense. Best way, if you don't have to figure things out offensively, go the defensive route, and uh, they will go George Karloftis out of Purdue, edge rusher. They are doubling down with, with their edges. I think that is really bolstering what is going to get old for them as a position group here pretty quick. Yeah, You could look at that in Green Bay as well. The question remains is what the quarterback's going to do and how do you support him as he uh, continues to age as well. And I think in bringing back Randall Cobb, I thought the experiment was was interesting. I don't think that it worked out that the way that you want. So who can you get to do some of those things? I think Jahan Dotson that we talked about yesterday, the wide receiver from Penn State, is a guy that you can bring in, ask him to do a few things, maybe alleviate what you might lose in Devontae Adams, in Scandling might be leaving as well. Like, th- there's a number of questions of free agency that I would probably just take the safe route. Draft somebody that you think that has the explosiveness. I like Jahan Dotson there in Green Bay. And that leaves a legit receiver on the board at pick 29 for a Miami Dolphins team that is going to have somewhat of a makeover with a new offensive minded head coach, a little bit more centered around the run, but he's going to get a guy that can play above the rim and be a big time target a big target for Tua to throw the ball to. And we're going to go with Drake London. He makes it in the first round, barely picked 29 to the Miami Dolphins. I think you did this on purpose so that I end up picking the 30th pick for the Chiefs, given that there's no one left that I was going to be looking at in the first place, right? <laughs> so, so how do you bolster a team that was looking for wide receiver help, was looking for edge help, decimated those two positions, while Cameron Thomas is, is available, so is David Bell. I don't know that either of them are the greatest fit. So we're going to go the opposite direction and try to help the defense, something that I think could be on the board as well. They're going to lose one of their starting corners, and I think Sauce Gardner sliding into that role across from LeJerry Sneed might be a really nice fit. So the Cincinnati cornerback, Ahmad Sauce Gardner, welcome to Kansas City. 
Nice. I like it. I like it. And uh, big time, especially when you see some of the troubles that they had guarding guys like Jamar Chase throughout this season and giving up some of those big plays, get a guy that can maybe limit that. That's mm-hmm. going to make Kansas City Chiefs a pretty dangerous team. And we hope that we made your favorite team a little bit more dangerous. Keep it locked right here as we continue every Monday to kind of switch it up and do different things with the mock. All right. Of course, if you have any disagreements, feel free to <laughs> at me on Twitter at Eric underscore Crocker or send all your hate his way to Ryan Tracy at Ryan Tracy <laughs> NFL. But that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On NFL Draft. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. For your second listen, listen to Locked On 49ers or listen to Locked On Chiefs. And of course, tomorrow, we'll be right back at it with some of our top five running backs right here on the Locked On NFL Draft. Peace.